Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, as we celebrate the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. We have five announcements this weekend. The details of all of our announcements may be found in the bulletin and online. We pray. Adoration is this Sunday at 6.30 p.m. at St. Mary of the Mount. Join us in person and online. We go forth. September 16th is the annual Southside Street Party. Please consider attending this community event for neighbors in the Southside. We invite. On September 17th, we will celebrate Catechetical Sunday. Enjoy cake and coffee in the cafe after mass as we thank the families and dedicated volunteers in our religious education program. We go forth. St. Adelbert will be included in a neighborhood showcase of the South Side on September 23rd. Please consider attending this event to highlight local architecture. And finally, we have a new Gloria and a new Alleluia, which can be found in the new insert that you also graciously put in your hymnals for us. So please join in singing as you are able. <laughs> Assisting us today, are our lectors, Mary Pakatinskis and Joanne Paradise. Our altar server is Paul Kufta. I, Emily Leal Santi Esteban, will be your cantor. Our pianist is Sarah Sink Mars. And our celebrant is Father Michael Stumpf. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, number 567 in the Blue Hymnal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Welcome, everyone, as we're gathering in Christian community, as we're now in the month of September, as well as celebrating the 23rd Sunday of Ordinary Time. We know that the call of Christ is the call not only to be deeply connected and in relationship with Him, but also with one another. And we're not always good at either of those. And so as we begin this celebration, we ask God's mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the truth that sets us free. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, your mercy transforms us, your people. Christ, have mercy. 
Lord Jesus, you call us to love you in our neighbor. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. God, who we are redeemed and who have received us through adoption, look graciously upon your beloved daughters and sons that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Let's be seated and attentive to the word. A reading from the book of Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord, you, son of man, I have appointed watchmen for the house of Israel. When you hear me say anything, you shall warn them for me. If I tell the wicked, O oh, wicked one, you shall surely die. And you do not speak out to dissuade the wicked from his way. The wicked will die for his guilt, but I will hold you responsible for his death. But if you warn the wicked, trying to turn him from his way, and he refuses to turn from his way, he shall die for his guilt, but you shall save yourself. The word of the Lord. Please join in singing our responsorial psalm, which can be found at number 1158 in the hymnal. Harden not your hearts. 
joy to the Lord. Hail the rock who saves us. Let us come into his presence giving thanks. Let us hail him with a song of praise. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, come, let us bow and bend Today you would listen to his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as on that day at Massa in the desert, when your forebears put me to the test, when they tried me, though they saw my work. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other commandment there may be, are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no evil to the neighbor, hence love is the fulfillment of the law. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, 
If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The work of community, authentic and whole, striving to be unified community is hard. The work of community is hard work. And we hear in today's gospel passage a very gospel-centered, relational way of dealing with evil, sin, call it conflict management, if you will, right? So I don't know if you're aware, but the, uh, this morning was the Tour de Peace. And Tour de Peace, hopefully the first annual Tour de Peace. It was a community event, a great community event, uh, centered out of the Paris Center right here a couple blocks away. There were two different walks, one of them up steps in the south side slopes, one of them on the flats. There were two different rides, one on the flats down the Heritage Trail, and then one up the hills of Mount Washington and the south side, so the south side slopes. And so I was the one who led people, a handful of people, by the way, up the south side slopes in Mount Washington. So if you're familiar with any of those hills, it's Sycamore, it's Eleanor, it's Sterling Street. It's some of the most ugly, steep, gnarly hills in the Pittsburgh area, right? So I'm actually a little bit afraid after proclaiming today's gospel that there's going to be an intervention for the, the pain I inflicted on people's legs. All right, so we'll see. <laughs> yes, the work of community is hard. Wanted to use a little bit of humor because there's anything about this gospel, and again, the hard work of loving community, being a beloved community, that is easy. It is such challenging, challenging work. And it's such challenging work because in order to really be a loving a unified, a communal community, to be a Christian and a gospel-centered community takes such incredible maturity. It takes such incredible self-awareness. It takes such incredible listening and other awareness. And let's just be honest, we're just sometimes not good at it, right? As community because it is so challenging and so hard. It's so hard because we all have baggage. It's so hard because we all have defense mechanisms. It's so hard because we all have egos and pride and, and don't want to admit when we're wrong, right? It's so hard because of who we are as humanity. And right when I think that I am self-aware enough or mature enough or, you know, or listening deeply enough, I am always shocked and surprised at some sort of conflict or difficulty that erupts within my family, within relationships, within community, where I am blown away by my own reaction, right? right? My own 
self-preservation or defensiveness or, or, or someone else's, right? Or, or kind of almost a, a defensiveness or a, a violence sometimes that seems to happen in the midst of that. And, and, and just, um, for goodness sakes, just think of your family over the last week, right? <laughs> right? This is hard work. And we're, and we're certainly not always good at it. The key to probably all of it at its simplicity and at its most challenging level is to include love as best we can. To include love as best we can. Because as Paul said in today's letter to the Romans, he said, owe nothing to anyone but to love them. And, and he concludes, he says, it fulfills the entirety of the law because love does no evil to one's neighbor. But let's be honest, again, when we're striving to love, when we're striving to enter into real, true, authentic relationships and community, we're going to hurt one another. And we're going to hurt and be hurt, right? That's just part of the process of the struggle of what it means to try to be in community, to be in relationship, and to be in love. And so the gospel addresses what to do in situations. And just a couple of things about this loving, relational process, gospel process, that Jesus talks about in order to retain the, the, the beauty, the unity, and as best the wholeness and the love of community. First of all, I want to point out this. Jesus says, what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What you loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And if you recall, just, just last week, two weeks ago, right, this commission was kind of given to Peter. Right? As he said, you are the Christ. He says, this hasn't been revealed. You have the keys now, what you bind and loose. And note, I said at that time, this is not just something given to leadership or hierarchy or the church institution. This is something that's been empowered and a mission that's been given to every single one of us as God's people in church that includes, of course, hierarchy and institution. And of course, we're the worst at it, right? But also includes all of the church community. That same thing now is shared with every single one of the disciples. What you bind on earth shall be bound on in, in heaven, uh, and what you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So first of all, brothers and sisters, just hear the immensity of this. Hear the immensity of this. <laughs> right? Uh, that th those, those ways that we've hurt one another, and the way we exclude one another, or become defensive, or put off, or whatever, those things could last for eternity. Are you hearing that, right? And so realize the immensity of this and how important it is to keep the sense of Christian community. Second thing from the gospel. He says, if your brother sins against you. Now, this is implying that there's something major going on, right? This is some sort of an offense or a hurt, much more than the leg infliction that I gave to people just a few hours ago, right? This is an infliction and a hurt that happens because of real sin and brokenness that probably doesn't just affect individuals, but affects the entire people around in community because of that sort of offense. Now, let's just pause there for just a moment. How many of our conflicts our struggles, our exclusions, are because of the most pithy of things, right? You didn't pass me the salt shaker, right? And so now I haven't talked to you for three days. Are we kidding one another, right? Why do we do that to each other? Again, all of this, all of this baggage we have, right? That's why it's so hard. Right? Just little pithy things that happen within community. It, it, first of all, it should be something serious that we're addressing. Okay, that's most important. Secondly, as, as we're addressing serious things that are affecting the profound brokenness and disunity that happens in individuals and community and relationship, we have to do it relationally 
as best we can and lovingly as best we can. Which is why Jesus in the gospel lays out this process that if someone has offended you, go to that person first themselves. Relationally, lovingly. If that doesn't work, go with a couple of others. Relationally and lovingly. And so that there's at least a neutral party so that you and those people don't get caught up in their own defensiveness or their own insecurities or whatever the heck normally goes on in those disputes that happen that cause us to break tension with one another and actually go different ways. Bring at least so there's some neutral parties that are involved. And then, again, relationally. And then go to the church. Then sometimes you do have to call upon something greater, a greater authority, gospel authority, church authority, leadership authority, right? And so it's this relational, loving, challenging process that we're not always good at. Here's at least the good news, the gospel message. When two or three are gathered in my name and doing their best to work a loving, relational, challenging, do the hard work of Christian community, the grace and the presence of God will be in our midst. That's the good news. It may all not always go well. <laughs> it may not always come to the greatest of conclusion. There may end up being some sort of exclusion. But if we're striving to do it relationally and lovingly and doing the hard work of community, trying to contain and retain the unity, the communion that we have, God's grace and God's presence will be there. What might you be focused on that is just way too pithy? What might you be ignoring that really needs to be addressed in a relational and loving way? And are we doing it with love? Welcome to the hard work of Christian community. People of God, we stand and profess one faith. I believe in one God, the Father of the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial Father. Through him all things are made, for us men, for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds in the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting the transforming compassion and mercy of our God, and we bring these needs in prayers of petition. For the peace to hear and heed Pope Francis's message of love for the poor in all the corners of the church, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. As we remember the events of September 11th, we pray for healing and wholeness for all who have suffered trauma as a result of terrorism, violence, or war. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those experiencing extreme weather conditions, may they find safety, courage, and appropriate resources. We pray. Yes, O Lord. 
for all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth for clarity and unity to enact just immigration laws, ensuring the protection of each person's dignity, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Elizabeth Miller and Carrie Wallach, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today Tom Douche and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Yes. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, number 824, Put Peace Into Each Other's Hands, number 824.
Christ offering our gifts and lives. Pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O oh God, who give us the gift of true prayer and peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty and by partaking in the sacred mystery, we may be faithfully united in mind and in heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ. In him, you have been pleased to renew all things. You've given us a share in his fullness. Though he was in the form of God, he emptied himself, and by the blood of the cross brought peace to all creation. Therefore, he has been exalted above all things, and for all who obey him has become the source of eternal salvation. So with angels and saints, thrones, dominions, hosts, and powers of heaven, we sing a hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, again giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all the clergy, all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, 
Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we too may be co-heirs to eternal life to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. There's a reason why, in a moment, we'll offer each other the sign of peace. Lord, you said to your disciples, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you. We offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to For those who cannot be with us today, a prayer of spiritual communion. Lord Jesus, through baptism, we are one in you and in each other. We believe that you were present in the Blessed Sacrament, the Word, and the Christian community. We believe that the power of your love has no limits. For those who cannot physically be here with us, we humbly ask you, through the power of the Most Holy Spirit, that in this act of sacred communion, we are all made stronger in our love for you and for one another. Whether we are, wherever we are, we are your church, yearning through your grace to be witnesses of your kingdom in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Amen. Please join in singing our communion hymn, 
Number 911, Many and Great. Number 911.
Let us pray. Grant that you are faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son great gifts that we would merit an eternal share in his life, for he lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Please join in singing our closing hymn, number 829, Let There Be Peace on Earth, number 829.